Hello and welcome to the second hour of Barbarian in the Valley, a not yet named wasteland of discussion and talk. Although today we might be resolving that because Waylon and I are going to be in a cage match trying to figure out the name once and for all for the second hour. For reasons of clarity and efficiency and for creating two separate podcast streams. But we'll get to that. We are in the belly of the beast. We are in the basement of the Neo-Brutalist UMass Campus Center. But we are slowly getting into the crystal ship now. And we are engaging and taking off from the basement. It is night because we are pre-recording this. And we are about to float over the valley now. I have been thinking that, you know, listening to these episodes as I do, on repeat, all week, that <clears throat> I need some vocal kind of warm-ups, like, <laughs> or something like that. Now, Waylon's voice is always clear. The reason Waylon doesn't need vocal warm-ups is because he's talking all the time. I actually give it a rest sometimes. He just never stops, folks. That's what makes his voice so clear. At the expense of his thinking, unfortunately. Now, I actually saw Waylon on the way over. I was sitting in the Trader Joe's parking lot eating a slice of pizza, and bang, the orange van goes into the intersection. And I try to catch up to him. I actually do catch up to him. I catch up to him, and he's trying to pull some illegal maneuver down some one-way street. And he actually, for once, I actually saw him doubt himself. I've never seen Waylon doubt himself. He didn't do it. He stopped. And I pulled up and flashed my brights on and off, on and off, on and off, hoping he would think I was campus police, (laughs) which he didn't exactly. And believe it or not, folks, and I have photographic proof of this, and we were going to put it on the website, Waylon actually parked, legally, is paying for parking garage spots right now. He is a broken, broken man. I can't believe that he gave in so easily to what I wanted him to do. But I guess we'll have to talk to him after the music. We'll be back in just a minute and we'll figure out what was going through his heads, folks. We are in the crystal ship. We are floating over the Connecticut Valley. All right, well, I'm not going to play games with you. I'm not going to not put your mic on, even though that's fun, and that's a little routine we have. I'm going to go ahead and watch me do it. Blue button, you're on. I am okay. free. <laughs> <laughs> so talk to us about this. Your orange van is actually legally parked. Okay, what was, so. What happened? I just want to talk about the principle of it, okay? Yeah. Well, what, what, what time did we get here? We got 7.45, 7.50, 7.55. Yeah. We were supposed to meet at 8 o'clock. How many cars were in the garage? Just us and one other person. Yeah. So that, first off, my my qualm is that, and UMass looks beautiful. UMass does so much construction, it shuts down everything. And then they expect you to park only in these designated parking spaces. Well, the okay? garage is empty. 
There's nothing to keep you. From well, that's first. In the that, that's first before we get there. Second off, okay, it's eight o'clock at night. You're gonna make me pay at eight o'clock at night. Yeah, for a parking garage that's empty. I think that the problem right now is that you're sidestepping the fact. That your your anger is actually inward. Like, why didn't you just go down that one True. way and pull over and park? Because this is the thing. I don't know you where that. If yourself. I knew that I could horseshoe it out to like another parking lot, that would be one thing. But I didn't know where that went. So all of a sudden, I'm like in the back, and there's got to be a guy smoking cigarette next to the boiler, <laughs> and just sees me do an eight point turn in this orange van. It's just I didn't want to get into that. I get it. You know. I get it. And so I was why making did you give up time. so fast? Like you just threw in the towel. I couldn't believe it. I have a photo of him getting the parking. Because well, I don't think it was advantageous to go there. The, well, the you're talking about the garage parking because the garage parking. It, what I would have to do to get to my secret spot is go out and all the way around. And by that time, it's going to be five minutes to get there. Yeah. And it's not saving me time doing that and then walking in. No, it's not saving you time. But now you're paying like. The the pennies are going in. I do Nickels, I do not dimes, like the pennies, quarters, but quarters if I are going do in. need to. Actually, here's here's the thing. I, I went to Aldi today. Okay, and do not not a fan. But oh, okay. okay. Oh my god, you're not a fan of excellent deals and delicious food. Well, one problem with Aldi's is that you have to listen to people talk about Aldi's. Oh, that's me. Like, I've been that trapped. Is me. You know Steve, right? You know I, Trumpy. Yeah. He's a great guy. He lives on my block. He's a radio yeah, guy. I love Trumpy. I he cornered me at my Christmas party and talked about Aldi for forty five minutes. Oh, and I told him should. I said, "Look, I, I was I'll, that, I'll go, but not with you." It's almost like fantasy football. It's like terrible. I've been talking fantasy football for a long time, like this entire month. But Aldi is like that because they'll get new products. So all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, I remember I ran into." Um, Brian's office, Brian Lombardi, our, our former principal, because we used to talk about all the all the time. I ran in one day, got there probably earlier than I usually do, and I was like, "They got seltzer. It was a big deal. They okay. finally got seltzer." Yeah, you know what? I remember that seltzer? day. Everybody. <laughs> See, I don't remember my brother's birthday, my sister's birthday. Uh, I remember the day that yep. I talked to you. <laughs> all right, we're gonna have to move on, folks. But your orange van, the B free license plate, is now not free. It's being charged. It's, so. Yeah, it's in a. It's in a. This to Cement me, trap. Yeah, this to me says that the next time you park on this campus, it has to be bold. Like, that's the only way you're going to get your mojo back. Did I tell you about the time I parked my motorcycle right outside of yes, Eisenberg? Yes, like oh, many, man. many times. Okay, Ooh. so we got to move on. This is what we do. I, I keep you moving. Now, we are going to talk about, at least for the first half of the show, the name for the show. Now, the, the whole show in, in collaborative and total... Is Barbarian in the Valley, mm-hmm. which I'm very happy with that name. That name just kind of came to me about a year ago. It's a great name. It works really well. I do really love well. that name. It really works well. And one of the reasons I like that name, and I don't think I talked to you about this, it occurred to me that the name is kind of like, in, a, in the valley, I might be a barbarian. But on a mountain, I wouldn't be. Like, <laughs> those guys would chew me up. Do you see what I'm saying? The context of the valley is what makes yeah. me a barbarian. And it goes hand in hand with like the Happy Valley. Everybody's, yes. you know, it doesn't take much to become a savage in, you know, right. the Pioneer But it's Valley not here. barbarians in the valley. It's just like one sad, lonely barbarian. <laughs> but there's a lot of there's a lot of us out there. So that's kind of the name of the whole thing. But it's very much the name of the first hour. 
like that radio theater yep. nonsense like that we do in the first hour. That's Barbarian in the Valley. So, but it also occurred to me that we have kind of two distinct shows, actually. Right, the first hour is radio theater. Yeah. The second hour is whatever we do. You know, and I just want to let you know, like when it's you and me, it is definitely whatever we do. Uh, but when I talk to other people, it's it's actually much more coherent. I'm not saying it's better, but we like to kind of roam around. Yeah, we like to we're in the romper room when you come in. But we have to, I feel like, give a name, or do we? I mean, do do you agree it's important to have these in separate podcast streams? Yeah, I think, I mean, just easy, you know, it's easier for everybody to consume, you know, it's, you can, and then you can go different directions with right. both, because Some, all of a sudden you go yeah. to a different direction in the second hour, but you're already in a different direction, now yeah. you're just like bifurcating everything. Yeah, well, like because like some people, well, yep, bifurcating, like I, I oh, prefer bifur? when it's called bifurcating. Is it bifurcating? Is it bifurcating? Have yeah. I said this? I, so I throw out this big word in my entire life. It was like probably the first time I put this into like actual conversation. Here. Yes. Yes. Wow. You search. I brought that one up to the big leagues and you I, you and I took a swing. You circumvented the pronunciation, <laughs> which is an Arrested Development uh, reference, if anyone knows that show. Yes, bifurcated. Uh, you know, I know how to pronounce it. I'm not sure what it means. <laughs> so you might know what it means, but I, I know how like to pronounce split, it. Yeah, That's the difference between you and me. The splitting. It's a, it's a class thing. Um, <laughs> okay, so we're splitting up at least kind of in a brand way. I mean, I think there's also overlap. But I, I think that there's some people who like weird radio theater but wouldn't want to hear this no. or the other stuff and vice versa. I totally understand that. Still going to be the same website, though. One website. Two podcast streams. Good. All right, so we're on the same page. It's yeah. time. We've done our first season. We're heading into the second season, and it's time to kind of split them up. We let them kind of commingle for a while. And if you're out there like you, and you like the second hour, then that's going to be a separate feed from now on in your podcast or, or wherever you get our show. So now here the problem is, is what do we call it? You know, what is it called? And this has proven to be a little bit more complicated than the first hour. Now, when I came up with the name Barbarian in the Valley, I wasn't even thinking of the radio show. I don't know what I was thinking of, like a dance party or something like that. It just hit me. I was biking in East Hampton. This has been a little bit more complicated. And uh, I thought I had some good stuff. And then you just, well, it kept happening. I would text you and we would have a text chain. And then I'd say, okay, well, here's the name. And you would disappear. Yeah. I didn't know what to make well, of that. So I, I don't know what I was doing. I think I was doing a lot of things. I wasn't ignoring you. But no, I know. But we would go back and forth yeah. for like five minutes, and, I'd and we're say, usually how very about, fast texters. How about we're this? very fast and at then communicating? You would be gone for two days. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and like, then uh, you would get back on the text chain, and we'd talk about something else. And I said, "Well, how about that name <laughs> yeah, I gave you?" And I'm looking at my text right now. You would just disappear. all of a sudden. It was like two days later. I'm like, "Hey, do you know that student?" <laughs> yes, I know. Their mom said that you're a really good teacher. Yes, exactly. Um, okay, so well, did you just text me now? <laughs> no, did I? Oh, no, no, that was a group text. Okay, never mind. So we'll get back to that. All right, do you have a name that you want to propose, or should I start? No, let me start. Let me start. Well, before you start, I want to know this, okay? Because this is pretty revealing of our, our, both of our psyches. Okay, what are the parameters of what you look for in a name? You know what I'm saying? Because okay. my like the names that I started immediately gravitating towards were things that were relevant in the valley 
that had to do with it was like I li- that's why I like Barbarian in the Valley. It's yeah. because the valley portion, and then you can start thinking about the name sure. as this kind of st- in its story essence, right? So I started going to historical figures and poets that lived in around here, this, that, and the other thing. That's where. I went. So where yeah. were you generating these ideas from? Well, that's an interesting point. So you were trying to tie it to the local. And I guess I wasn't as interested in tying it to the local as tying it to trying to do what I feel like the show can do, which is create a, a neutral ground, a moderate ground where people can kind of go in tangents. And people, you know, one of the main things about the second hour that I really want to stick to, and again, when we talk, it's a little different, but it's still the same. I don't ever want an expert on the show. No. Like, I want experts, but not, I won't never have them talk about what their expertise is. The way I see the show is, there's two of us, three of us, four of us. We throw a Frisbee in the field, right? And then we go chase it down together. Yeah. Like, there's got to be, basically, no one has a head start on it. I mean, that's the essence of intellectual pursuit and discussion, is that no one's credentialed. You know, I went to St. John's College in Annapolis, and that's the great book school. It's a philosophy school. And you could never bring in any historical facts in discussions. It was not allowed, particularly in seminar, because the idea was you should be able to pursue the ideas in this book absent of any other context. And so when I was thinking of names, I really wanted to. So let me throw one out. Okay. One front runner for me early on, and I agree with you that there were some issues with it, was unaffiliated. I like the name unaffiliated because I feel like targeting people who don't nec- aren't necessarily affiliated one way or another, particularly right now, or are struggling with the kind of buildup on both sides that doesn't really feel that comfortable, would say, okay, this is a show that doesn't have a, a big agenda. You know, it's a pursuit. So I like the word unaffiliated. For that, it wasn't taken. I thought I had something, and then your response to it was... It was too political. That's yeah. what I got. It was it was political connotations. I could see uninitiated, but then it's like oh, uninitiated means, means yeah. But I mean, means. I'd rather be uninitiated than unaffiliated because yeah, uninitiated means that I can bring a fresh perspective to what's going on. Because once I'm initiated in whatever we're talking about, this, yeah, that, and the other. Initiation is a funny word. But unaffiliated but means just like I you, take sides of something. Yes. I will stand for something. I'm not unaffiliated with things. I'm no, just not affiliated think, yeah. with uh, a no. mainstream whatever. You're opinionated. This, that. You're opinionated. Opinionated I don't know too. how affiliated you are. That's yeah. a different affiliation really talks about, you know, I'm going to pull the blue lever or the red lever. I have an affiliation. Like, uh, it's, it's a little, it doesn't mean you're not opinionated. And one of the names Robin suggested was along those lines, like loudly neutral or something like that. Um, because I agree, it's not that there's no opinion here, but uh, there's no affiliation. You're not coming in to speak for the Democratic or the Republican Party or the right wing or the left wing. You're a free agent. So uh, that's why I like the name. Now, you also felt it was too ambiguous. And I get that. Like, I understand. And I, I basically agree with you. It was too overtly political yeah. and too ambiguous. I so like free agent. On. You just said free agent. Well, no. That was a good one. No, no, no. Hold on now. Now, th- this is what I told you before. I'm going to tell the listening audience. Uh, the name is decided. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you don't know what it is yet, but Robin, and, it's not decided because you're you're the third tripod on the show. You know. Yeah, but that's immediately it, the was a Democratic vote. Well, I know, but I, I want you to be happy. You know, I like yeah. to keep my stars happy. Well, I am. 
so much rather be wrong in the democracy and keep that because two people voted and hold up the sacred sanctity of the democracy yeah then whine and change it well so in a couple of minutes i'm going to reveal what i feel that both rob and i feel and i'm glad you like the word free agent but i get something better but let's keep going what was the name that you proposed okay so and remember there's one name that you proposed that i think is just terrible i'm going to rip it apart so hopefully oh do you want me to go back into those ones whatever. or some new no, ones whatever okay. Give but, it, hit me let Please, me see that you know if you have a new one i'm open okay so this one, I'm going to hit you with... We could call Robin, too. The... Yeah, let's call her. Yeah, maybe we'll get her on. I'm going to hit you with my one. This is mine that I've wanted to do in some sort of... And this is the more local thing, okay? Oh, Pioneers. Hmm. Have you ever heard the poem, Oh, Pioneers, by Walt Whitman? Excellent poem. Not a big Whitman fan. I Excellent was just running him down this week. But it's Oh, Pioneers exclamation point yeah not o it's o then pioneers yep love it that's not that bad i gotta say so you're listening to o pioneers i mean it's a little (laughs) it's a little dorky you understand like that's the issue with that yeah but you have to find the flair there Right, you were like oh, you like held your nose and was like, no, "Hello, that is, everybody. Well, that's Here's kind of, pioneers." That's kind of what it calls for a little bit, don't you think? <laughs> All right, so that's it's better than I thought. It's better than I thought. It's so a really killer poem. It's okay, like, I don't like pick Whitman. up your pick up your axes and get yeah, out. Yeah, and it's a kind of a like a known thing. Like actually, David McCullough just came out with a book called "Oh Pioneers." Love him. Oh, he's excellent. Although his focus on the individual sometimes uh, bums me out. Can I make a short advertisement for a book I just read? Yeah. Oh man, this book was so good. It's uh, his last, last name is Quinones. It's Dreamland. It's about the opioid crisis. Oh man, I gotta read that. Oh man, he hits it from every angle so well. He looks at uh, obviously the big pharma, which their role in it was bad. There's a big settlement bad. today with Johnson I know. Johnson. I saw that. Bad. The way that the the pharmaceuticals, like, it's bad. It's worse than I thought. Then he goes at it from these, uh, it's guys from Jalisco, Mexico, started to bring black tar heroin into the country. And they would deliver it to you. They didn't um, ever stamp on the heroin because they weren't incentivized to because they were salaried, which is really unusual. They were just like delivery guys. So they wouldn't cut the heroin and make it any less. So it was very powerful. And they wouldn't go to any big city because they were not tough guys. They were, they were afraid of Philly and New York. So they found these other markets, these smaller markets. And so he does a great job. And he does a great job of, of looking at where people got hooked. And these pill mills, terrible oh pill mills, God. terrible. So that's just an advertisement for that book. It's yeah, you're gonna let class. me borrow that. Well, you know, I was actually at Westfield State um, working over the summer because my daughter was at a nearby camp, and that's the book that all freshmen are reading. Really? Yeah, it's a freshman. Oh, that's good. It's perfect they for need, them. Yeah. Well, it's perfect for them too because they have a big law enforcement wing. Westfield yeah. State does, and it's you try to l- drive through Westfield. Every single block is a statey or a Oh, it's really true. Every day I went through, they were pulling people over, left yeah. and right. Yeah, you're right about that. All right. Now, so that's an advertisement for a book. So we have O Pioneers. That's pretty cool. All right, I'm going to throw another name. First of all, just two names that I came up with that would really be good for renaming the first hour. 
okay, which I decided against, because I really think Barbarian in the Valley belongs to the first hour. One name, Speed of Debris. I think that's a cool name. That's an arty name. I like Speed of something. You don't like Debris? Yeah, it, because it just gets into the of. It's like Speed of Debris. Of Debris. Of Debris. It's like... Oh, you can do that to any. It's like I'm doing your... your um, what, those little gymnastics you were doing, tongue gymnastics at the beginning right, of the show? Of debris. Speed of debris. Of debris. Well, how about this? Tinted veil. That is pretty cool. That's cool, right? Now, what, you know, it's obviously not good for the second hour. You know, I want it, uh, that's close to a name of an album that I want to have if I have some sort of, like, metal band. Yeah. Spectre on the Eastern Veil. Spectre on the Eastern Veil. Doesn't oh, that like sound that. awesome? No, I like that. Well, it's definitely metal. Definitely yeah. metal. All right. So those were just kind of like fun names. I did think, and this goes to your geographical thing, you didn't like it. Um, Robin had issues with it. Ark on the Mountaintop. Way too religious. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's Noah's Ark, but it's biblical. I don't know. It's geographical. Ark on the Mountaintop. But the cool thing about Noah's Ark is that it's religious. It's diverse. You know, the whole point yeah. of Noah's Ark is that you're you're bringing in two of each animal, and you're bringing in every animal that to survive, to survive what's coming, you have to bring diversity into the ark and let it drift off and try to keep those things alive during this rising waters. That's what I was that thinking. That is cool. That is okay. a great explanation. But all of a sudden, you're... <laughs> go flipping through the channels on the radio and all of a sudden you, you're like and here's Ark on the Mountain yeah you're like waiting for them to be like and pull out your Bibles to right, right. Uh, yeah by the way there's a guy in Hartford he's a father he's a Catholic father and he does a great uh, nightly radio show I'll send you the link to it he's got a great sometimes I get sucked into those oh no I'm but he's religious. actually really good this yeah. guy's excellent and he kind of gives a homily and then they'll play like the Beatles and John Lennon he's not He's not like uh, just religious music or anything like that. And he does a great job. I'd actually like to have him on the show sometime. So you don't like Ark on the Mountaintop. You think it's too religious. I understand that. Give me another one for you. I'm going to go back into the archives, okay? Um, one of them I had was Stopgap. Yeah. So Stopgap, and I gave you the definition for it. What was the definition for it? The definition was a temporary measure of uh, or short-term short term fix used until something better can be obtained. That doesn't sound very good. That's no, that's great. Because we're not trying to fix anything. We're not trying to solve anything. So a it's a brief, a brief moment of reflecting up upon something so somebody else can take it and actually know. fix it. That's, I'm just not crazy about it. Because it, it does have the connotation stopgap. It's kind of shoddy. Like, that is kind of the connotation. And it's a little gap. political, stop too. Get, well, Stopgap stop measures, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to say no to that. Now, one that I also really like to mine, but that you didn't seem to resonate with. It's probably the one that I hate the most. And is that The Radiator? Oh, no. That wasn't the one I, I the, Well, the hold on to your, your hatred for a second. Why not The Radiator? First of all, it's funny. <laughs> to me, it's kind of funny. Like, it makes me giggle. Or laugh. The radiator. It gives me cancer. So You're radiating. What are you radiating? No, it's like the radiator in the room. You know what a radiator is? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a heater. So, that you know, the, the, the byline can be blows off steam, creates hot air, makes strange noises. <laughs> the radiator. That actually, I do like that. <laughs> With the tagline. That's great. 
Well, and also because it's radio. You know, it has this weird, like, what you, it, it, it sounds like radio. And probably the word radio and radiator are probably linked, actually. Right. I actually like that now that I'm listening. The radiator. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I still have this, like, secret weapon. Now, tell me, what is the name you like the least? Um, guess. Do you, do you remember all the ones that you gave me? Well, I don't think I have it here. I don't remember the more. Give me a hint. Okay, I'll give you. T- I'll g- There's two of them I, I hate. They were back to back. They're not as bad as the one I don't like. Of one yours. is geographical. Cumberland Gap. Yep. <laughs> well, okay. Where so are we going with that? The only problem with the word Cumberland Gap is that there's Cumberland Farms. Farms. No, I understand First that. off, Cumberland Farms is the best store. I mean, I'm an evangelical of Cumberland Farms. Yeah, yeah. But... Cumberland Gap, it's like a, do you know what it is? It's a specific spot in the Appalachians yeah. that people were able to go through to get into the West. And so I like the idea of that kind of like geographical opening to move into a new terrain. So why would you, why would you not like that? Except the Cumberland Because Farm it's too thing. literal. It's just a too literal of a thing. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's no, like. See, I don't feel like you hate it anymore, though. Now that I explained it. No, it's like you just don't like you, it. You're, you're, it's something that you would see in the the lower description of Comcast at twelve thirty in the morning on Discovery <laughs> Channel. That's okay. why. All right, moving on because I had I had already dropped it. But what's the other one? Give me a hint. What's the other one you don't like? Big Sky. Big Sky. Did I say that? Yeah. Yeah. It, well, that must have been a long time ago. But right. okay. Well, Big Sky. Yeah, I get it. Like I'm not too attached to that. But those names aren't half as bad. <laughs> <laughs> which one? Which one? Which oh one? Which one? Which one? Oh, God. Habeas campus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, right, first so off, first off, first off. Whoa, 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 whoa. You texted whoa, whoa, whoa. me. That was kind of a joke one, okay? But then we got into the habeas say, corpus thing and this and that. You didn't say that it was a joke. It yeah, sounds, but like I was throwing out other things. It what sounds, habeas campus sounds like a meeting place where everyone gets coffee in a sitcom about going to law school. Okay, that's how bad that is. So that's just terrible. And so Habeas Campus is the worst, and you didn't yeah, say no, anything about That was bad, that was bad. Yeah, but come on. It's like, I, I, was, I, al- I also almost put after that one, Hippocampus, like your Hippocampus, get it? Okay, so yeah. I'm glad you didn't do that. Now, I'm texting Robin right now. I'm wondering if we can call her. And I'm still waiting to tell you what I think that we're both Robin and I really think would be great. And are you ready for it? Yeah, hit me. Okay. Now, the name of the show should be The Free Associates. I, I like it. You like it? I like it. It has like a, a Federalist Papers kind of... But it's of also funny, right? Because free association. That's what we do. We're the free associates. Like, we just do free association. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And yet people are free to do whatever they need to do. You know, there, there's, it's an association. It's not that we're really tied to each other. So in that way, it's kind of this unaffiliated idea. We're like associates in a consulting firm. You know, we're like... To, I'm always one like, for free. Well, free is a good word. You got to be free. You got to be free. Well, that's right. And so that really <laughs> works. And so what are you thinking about that? The free associates? Yeah. I, I think free free associates, free by association, free no, no, by... No, no, no. The free associates. The free associates. Because it's playing off of free association. I like it. 
You like it. Yeah. All right, all right. It's not my no. first choice, but of course, it's So democracy. what's your first choice? I'm like in the radio. <laughs> You're like in the radio. <laughs> it was the now. first one that he sent me. It was the first one and you didn't get back to me. No, no. Yeah. All right, listen. I like free associates. You like free the free associates. It's the free associates. I like the artist formerly known as free associates. Well, listen, we're going to play a little music, and hopefully when we come back, it's a little late at night, and we're pre-recording this, just so you know, so we'll see if Robin can join us and we can nail this down. Listen to some music. We'll be You're listening to the Free Associates. Mm-hmm. 